Glad to have you here, noon to 2, on WJR, Monday through Friday. If you can't be here, uh, and we understand, uh, you can find us at thegreatvoice.com. Hear the whole show, individual interviews separated, or the entire show all put together in quick listening fashion. Thegreatvoice.com for the podcasts. I would, uh, I would think somebody was pulling my leg had I not heard this and verified it. Well, let me first introduce Daniel Howe, senior business editor, columnist at the Detroit News. Hi, Daniel. Hey there. How are you? I am excellent, and I'm glad to have you here as always. I need your expertise and your intelligence. But I would have thought someone was kidding. But apparently Sean Fain was not kidding when he said to someone that he had been, let's say, negotiating or bullying. I'll say bullying, and talked seriously about a ceremonial handshake after all of this. And I burst out laughing. And I also felt, I sure hope that the people who were bullied in all of this do not now shake his hand when he refused to shake their hand at the beginning. So what say you? Well, I've seen and heard some of that, too, and I'd be interesting to see how this plays out. I would not at all be surprised if they declined uh, and, uh, you know, tried to come up with some kind of, uh, uh, you know, excuse as to why they don't want to do it. But I think there's no question but what this has been, you know, in football terms, this has been a route. Uh, <laughs> and I saw a tweet uh, just as I was leaving uh, to come uh, to where I'm headed right now, and uh, the famous uh, market guy, Jim Cramer of CNBC, likened Sean Payne to a football coach in the NFL who had studied his opponent and had figured out every weakness and exploited every one of them. And uh, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, when I think when I look at what has transpired, um, I think the companies probably assumed this was just going to be another UAW uh, new president and it was going to be the same old drill, and it's anything but. Well, here's the problem, um, because this story is far from over, and I think you know it, I certainly know it, that the end result of this quote-unquote victory from the UAW is without question a signpost of a major change in the relationship between the workers and the factory, but it could be far worse than that. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. And, uh, well, I just, uh, it's not over it. You know, everyone's doing the, the victory dance. I'd like to check with them in three, four, five years. Well, there are people that will tell you that, and I've had people already tell me this, that this industry is going to look unrecognizable in a couple of years. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And, you know, the other thing is is that, you know, if there's anybody that's going to be cheering for the UAW to organize Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and the rest, it's going to be GM, Ford, and Solanas. (laughs) Um, You know, the the, the best thing that could happen out of this for them is, uh, would be for the UAW to be successful in, in its, in its uh, promise to organize the so-called transplants. Uh, in fact, uh, they'd probably help to the extent they could, uh, <laughs> because 
if you do equalize and I'll throw Tesla into that mix too, if you do if you do somehow equalize and harmonize labor costs, it, it, it ceases to become a competitive advantage. And right now, it's a competitive advantage, uh, an even bigger competitive advantage for the, the likes of Toyota and the rest. Um, this new contract. Let me so, let uh, me explain the the very big downside that I'm sure you're well aware of. This might be good for them in terms of a competitive uh, playing field, but I guarantee you it's bad for us as potential customers because this means all prices will go up across the board, period. Oh, absolutely true. And, in fact, uh, I think Ford has already publicly said they expect uh, vehicle prices to go up by, uh, I think it was 850 to $950 a unit, which Sean Fain immediately used as an, another uh whipping boy as you if it were um uh, about corporate greed um you know corporate greed apparently is the exp- explanation for every um, action that these companies take regardless of what they are it's all motivated by greed um it, it can't it can't be in fact that rising labor costs do have an impact on prices just like rising uh, um, materials costs have an impact on prices whether it's steel or, or electronics, or whatever it is, or, or, or semiconductor chips. Well, uh, it's going to be a fascinating couple of years. Um, and I just hope people will remember this, those that are, are celebrating, uh, in effect, beating up the employers. Uh, but employers will survive in any way that they have to. And I suspect that some of the things the employers will do will be for survival and will not go over very well, but it won't much matter. Well, I think I may have shared this with you, but, uh, you know, somebody in the industry said to me, you know, if you drove by the, the Rensen or the, or the glass house or up in Auburn Hills and you see the lights on at night, that's not bargaining committees meeting. That's uh, restructuring teams trying to figure out how they're going to restructure the business in the next couple of years. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think that disproportionately may come down on the salaried and the white collar ranks. They're going to have to look for efficiencies and savings in other, in other ways. I mean, these, these companies, uh, still, although they are more profitable, uh, their margins are less than others in their segment. Well, and, and let's, they it, need to... I'm sorry, keep going. I'm sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, um, well, I, I, will Sean Fain, who thinks he's going after Toyota and uh, and Tesla and everyone else, will he go after those uh, white collar and management people who are not unionized? He could. Uh, you know, uh, there there is there are some salaried uh, um, uh, unionized ranks. I think predominantly at Stellantis. Um, it's kind of a historic. Uh, uh, hangover from from the Chrysler days but um, that's certainly possible look the moment is in his favor um, labor has won some really big contracts coming out of the pandemic uh, and the inflation has made has pushed these settlements higher um, and the UAWs is no different um, and uh, conditions are on his side right now but we'll have to wait and see yep we sure will but we've predicted it, and we've talked about it. We hope we're wrong. I doubt we are. 
Daniel Howe, senior business editor and columnist of the Detroit News, all-around good guy. Thank you, Daniel. You bet.